Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim. Fill that out and that's it. Hey, let's start with something interesting. Now, here's the deal. I'm sure you heard about uh, Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg. They want to go into a cage match. Okay, We don't know when it's going to happen or even if it's real. But Elon Musk seems to be preparing. And as for the location, he tweeted out Vegas Octagon. Well, in a second tweet, he said he has a great move he calls the walrus. <laughs> he just lays on his opponent and does nothing. There is a big size difference between Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg is actually a little guy. Elon Musk is six one. I When I saw videos and pictures of him, I didn't actually picture him as being that tall. So he seems to be getting ready. But as far as who most people think will win... Some stats are in from a popular betting website called Sports Betting. And as it turns out, Mark Zuckerberg is the clear favorite. Bets are that Elon Musk will be the first to bleed in the flight. And then he's also more likely to be knocked out to Zuckerberg than to lose to him. But wow, cage fighting. You ever wonder, why do cage fighters wear skin-tight shorts? Why do cage fighters wear those skin-tight shorts? Anyone? Because otherwise they'd be... Boxers. Oh, yeah. On that happy note, welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Kim Commando, America's beloved digital goddess. This is the biggest show, the most trusted show, and you can find my award-winning show across 420 fantastic radio stations in the United States. And if you want to listen on your own time, not a problem. Just open your favorite radio app and search for Commando to find me. And if you're more into podcasts and webcasts, we've got you covered. Head over to commando.com. And in the upper right of the homepage, just click the bright yellow Commando Community button for an experience that is 100% commercial free. So wherever you are, whatever you're doing, my show is just a click away. And you can also find us in your favorite podcast player by just searching for my last name, Commando. And a special shout out goes to all of our listeners on the American Forces Network Radio, serving more than 375,000 American servicemen and women in the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, the Marine Corps, the Coast Guard, and the Space Force in 175 different countries. Love that. And our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 5254 is the way to join us. Every single day, I go to at least 30 different websites to make sure that we are both up to date on what's going on in the techverse. And here are the top five things you need to know right now. And we're going to start with a Target store in Connecticut. That's where PJ Lyles and his eight-year-old son, Gabrielle, were shopping. They were approached by three men. The guys said that they work for none other than the YouTube sensation, Mr. Beast. And they say to the dad and son, hey, we want to include you in one of Mr. Beast's epic video challenges. And they're like, oh, yeah, this is amazing. Now, if you're not familiar with Mr. Beast, he's famous for surprising random people at stores and hooking them up with cash, sometimes thousands of dollars. So the father-son pair, they were like, wow, so what do we have to do? They, the crew says, well, you have to put on blindfolds. And then you have 30 seconds to fill up your cart with whatever you can put in that cart, and we're going to buy it all for you. And they blindfolded TJ and Gabe, but it didn't take long for the dad to say, this doesn't feel right. So he takes off the blindfold, only to see that the three men are just running away. Oh, it was a cruel prank. The eight-year-old kid is a Mr. Beast super fan. So Gabe told the local news about he thought his dreams were actually coming true. It has kind of a happy ending. Mr. Beast heard about the story, and he's trying to find the boy to make it right. Isn't that something? All right, let's move on to number two, Threads, Instagram's Twitter killer app. Within 24 hours, Mark Zuckerberg says more than 30 million folks have signed up for Threads. 
This is Meta's app for text-based messaging, and some are calling it the Twitter killer. And I'll tell you, the setup is super easy. All you have to do is just download the Threads app. You just have to hook it up with your Instagram app, and that's it. It's totally installed, ready to go. Now, you get short blurbs of text, up to 500 characters, and videos up to five minutes long. So if it's like Twitter, how is it different? Well, it doesn't have Elon Musk because since Elon Musk took over Twitter last October, a lot of people are kind of ticked off because he's charging for account verifications, how many posts you can read a day uh, to get that check mark. Advertisers are saying we don't like to be on Twitter anymore. So can Twitter be beaten? Mm, I'm not really sure. You have to remember that Mark Zuckerberg lost billions on the metaverse, but he does know how to run a social media site. Now Musk is suing Zuck saying that Mark Zuckerberg built threads in just a few months. How did he do this? Because he stole Twitter's IP and a whole bunch of past Twitter employees. So we'll see where that is. Because when two billionaires are fighting and they're not happy with each other, you can definitely say it's going to go to court. Number three on our list, Apple News. You need to know about iPhone owners. If you don't back up your images or videos to iCloud, Google Cloud, or another backup service, you need to do it right now. Here's the reason why. My photo stream is shutting down. It was the free service that synced up every photo that you took in the last 30 days so we could download all your recent photos on other devices like your computer, your tablet, whatever it is. As long as you did it within 30 days, you didn't have to buy into the iCloud for storage. But Apple's changing that. Yep, the money train has come to the station. Any photos you store via my photo stream are going to be deleted July 26th. Now, you might be saying, oh, Kim Commando, I knew all about this. Well, that's probably because you get our daily newsletters because I actually have been warning you about this for several months. And if you're not getting our newsletters, you're just missing out, folks. You are. I'm just telling you, free tech know-how. Head over to getkim.com. That's getkim.com. Sign up now while you're thinking about it. Uh, Moving on to number four, good news for Chrome users. We have cookies. You know what they are. Their main purpose is to make your browsing easier. They remember your login info, stuff you have in your shopping cart, your preferences, So that's a good cookie. But there are also bad cookies, third-party cookies that end up on your computer when you visit a website. This way, external websites can actually put cookies on your computer, whatever you're doing, and then track what you do online to create, yes, targeted advertising and it's done without you knowing. Okay, with that out of the way, Google's Chrome browser is going to put a stop soon to third-party cookies. So when Chrome version 115 is released this month, it's going to change the way that your browser stores cookies. Now, you're still going to be tracked by third-party cookies, but they're not going to know who you are directly. The tracking is going to stay on your device, and Google just categorize your searches online based to those third-party cookies. So here's what's going to happen. You're going to be using Chrome, and then suddenly this pop-up is going to say, hey, wow, look what we did for you. We got third-party cookies, and we're not going to be tracking you more. Is that what you want? And then that's where you say, yes, thank you, Google. So it's not going to pop up for everybody across the board because there are just like 3 billion Chrome users. So I can't say when you're going to get this pop-up, but just know that it's coming soon. And finally, this, coming in at number five, sriracha. Yes, I put it on just about everything. Eggs, salads, meat, soup, whatever it is. It's a spicy ketchup, right? Now, I don't know if you know this, but there is a massive chili pepper shortage happening in the world. Hoifang Foods, the parent company Sriracha, says weather conditions in Mexico have dried out supplies of the chili pepper that they need for Sriracha. And it has totally caused a disruption in the Sriracha industry because production numbers have plummeted and people are getting desperate for their Sriracha. Get this. 
Some folks are paying $100 for a two-pack of sriracha on Amazon.com. Wow. People are actually bidding on sriracha on eBay. I saw 11 bids on one bottle, a whole case of sriracha, 12 bottles starting at $300. Wow, sriracha. Really, really amazing. It's good stuff. But I will tell you, I don't know if you've tried the Tabasco spicy and sweet sauce. Okay, that is my total new obsession. If you are at the store, just try it. Just buy a little bottle. It's like five bucks. Sriracha, uh, sweet and spicy or spicy and sweet. I'm not really sure how it goes, but just know that both of those words are in there. And it's really, really good. But speaking of sriracha, what do you call a noble who loves hot sauce? What do you call a noble person who loves hot sauce? You ready? Sriracha. Get it? Like sriracha. I know. That was bad. All right. Coming up, we're going to walk you through how you can set up your phone to pay for everything. We have our internet contest. Is this person an a-hole or not? And then there's a TSA scam that's spreading like wildfire I need to tell you about. And then, of course, we have all of your phone calls and you have me, Kim Commando. Hey, our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 5254 is the way to join us. And if you're just too dang shy to come on the show, hey, I get that. Just go ahead and drop me your question on the website. That's commando.com. And in the upper right-hand corner, there's a link that says email Kim. Let's start off with Phyllis in Orlando, Florida. Hi, how are you? Thank you so much for speaking with me. I, I, I'm just been like so upset over what was going on with my brother. So I'm hoping you can give me some great direction, which I know you okay. can. Um, uh, his computer was hacked in a sense. Uh, this is through PayPal. My sister-in-law got a link. She opened it because they do use it. Whatever the scam is, I'm not sure of all of the details. Um, Somehow or other, they said they owed money. The guy convinced my brother to let him have access to his computer. He showed him his ID, his his employee card, and P.S., the bottom line is he stole $450,000. He linked my brother's bank account to his investment account and cleaned out an IRA account and sold a, a trading account. Right. And wow! How, what, did you say? No, five, wait, wait, Phyllis, Phyllis, did uh, you say four hundred and fifty thousand dollars? Got it. That's right. That's right. And oh fidelity, the fidelity acute. My who with my brother has been with them for like fifteen years. He's a banker. He was a banker. Uh, he's retired now, and it's not like he's not computer savvy. He has his computer built. Sure. He's techy smart, but when it comes to this. Not so great. And uh, I think Fidelity is responsible. That, that's a whole other issue, though, how they, it, they were, how it was allowed. And they accused my brother of being the fraudster, the guy. Uh, it's unreal because it came from his computer. And sure. So my question is, I told him, don't send me any. We don't do a lot of com- emails back and forth. He's not mm-hmm. into texting a lot of emails mostly phone calls. Don't send me anything because I don't know um, what this guy you, you know put what? in You're your smart. computer. And what does my brother, what can I tell my brother to do? I mean, I would told him to take a hammer to it. But Well, that's, that's about what he needs to do. 
as far as the computer is concerned, I mean, he can do a whole factory reset and basically wipe the drive and start over from scratch. But in addition to that, he's got a lot of other work to do. He should change every single one of his passwords, you know, to any account because they may have access to the passwords that are saved in the browser. If they have access to the whole system, they probably have all that. Uh, He needs to enable two-factor authentication on any account. Uh, obviously have some good antivirus software, watch any, you know, you're really smart to make sure that you watch any emails or links that are coming out of there. Uh, but this is a, this is a big problem. Um, and yeah. it's not just with your brother. It's, it's that the cyber crime is just horrendous. It's just horrendous. Uh, yeah. Um, and the PayPal is the worst because it's like three people I have spoken to have had some kind of problem and uh, spam with PayPal. It's not PayPal. Yeah, it, it's it's not. It's not. It's people. Per- yeah. Right. It's right. people pretending to be PayPal. Exactly. Uh, you know, you can obviously he should contact the local police. If he hasn't done that already. He has. He uh, went to the district attorney. Good. Okay, good. And then there's. File. And there's also where uh, something called the Internet Crime Complaint Center. It's uh, the web address is IC3.gov. And okay. he can file a complaint with that's that's really the FBI. Uh, I was talking to the head of this whole internet crime complaint center and I said, you know, do you really look at I mean be honest, just between you and me. You know, yeah. Do you really look at everything that's that people send in here because you must be just inundated. And he said, absolutely, we look at every single case that comes in with fraud and trying to put the pieces together because if they did this to your brother, they've probably done it before and they're going to do it again to somebody else. Right. Oh, absolutely. So, so, so absolutely. the big mistake is that you know he he allowed them onto his system. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That was the. And he realized, that was the. You know. Yes, and he late. must. He and he probably feels like a complete fool and a complete Ab- idiot. Yeah, they're, they're devastated. I mean, it, he does. He he can't believe he did that. And it, it it's just uh, the guy. He's. Uh, this is what my, makes me crazy. He said he can tell when the guy's in there. He said he disconnects his Wi-Fi. So when he's not using his computer, nobody, if it's off, nobody can get in. I said, but you, he changed all his banks and he changed a lot of that. I don't know okay. what he said with his passwords. Well, here's the other thing, too, what I would do. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you said that. I would, I would get a new router. Okay. I'd get a whole new router. and okay. Because who knows what they, they may have been able to get into the router and enable something called remote access. And so no matter if he gets a new computer, they're still going to be able to get in through the router. Oh, wow. So so not only are we going to do a complete factory reset on the computer, maybe even buy a new computer, well, uh, not- I would also, you know, and I would also encourage him to buy a new router, a new modem. Let's just start everything from scratch, everything new. Any phone, anything that's been connected, any smart light bulb, anything that has been connected to that network, we need to disconnect it, change the passwords, and then get it back up there. Wow, what a nightmare. You know, we're going to write a tip about this, Phyllis. We are. We're going to write a tip about this at commando.com to walk you through all the steps. You've been scammed. You've been hacked. Now what? And uh, we'll see if we can put that together within the next week or so and send you out a copy directly so you can... Print it out and mail it to your brother or go over and give it to him with a uh, with a, a six pack and say, all right, this is a lot of work, but I think you can do it. 
And Phyllis, if I can help any other way, just let me know. And thanks for your call. These are always tough, tough questions to take because I just want to be able to just come across on the phone line and say, all right, let me just shake this person and make sure that they know that what they're doing is wrong, that you're getting scammed. Ugh, such a nightmare. All right, let's switch gears a little bit because it's summertime, living's easy, and I bet you're going to be taking a lot of videos. And if you're looking for a great free video editing program, uh, you're in for a treat because I have one for Windows and also one for Macs. Now, without a lot of fanfare, Microsoft has released a really good video editing program called ClipChamp. It's easy to use for family videos. It also makes really good solid media clips, social media clips as well. Now, Microsoft would love for you to buy ClipChamp, but you don't have to. You don't need to because you can store your videos for free on YouTube and then use sites like Unsplash and Pexels to get free stock footage. But if you don't want to go through that hassle, just go ahead and pay for the subscription. It's just a few bucks a month. Now, ClipChamp is available for free inside the Microsoft Store. Again, it's called ClipChamp. Now, on a Mac, it's pretty a no-brainer. You're going to use iMovie from Apple. It's free. And editing a video is no big deal. And that's the thing. If you haven't used a video editor in a long time because you thought it was just too hard, too cumbersome, couldn't sync the sound, it was a nightmare, just fill in the blank with all of your objections, uh, let me tell you, times have completely changed. The programs are so much better. They're so much easier. They're more intuitive. Just get in there and give it a shot. All right. Introducing this thrilling world of a highly popular Reddit forum known as Am I the A-Hole? It's this corner of the internet where people unveil their most cryptic secrets. They're they just share life's intriguing moments, and they want answers to the eternal question of who's really at fault here. So the whole community joins in the fray, casting votes and opinions until the final verdict emerges. Are you or are you not the proverbial a-hole? So now it's your turn to play the judge. And every week I bring you this fresh story to your ears and the decision rests in your hands. Are they or are they not an a-hole? Now, to add to the excitement, we have a special guest ready to take on the challenge and compete for the ultimate grand prize, the Kim Commando Show Fanny Pack. I know, it's pretty priceless. And joining us is Stephanie, our part of our, uh, I guess, uh, Hawaii Ohana, right, Stephanie? Yes, we're in Hawaii. Yes, and thank you for joining us. Aloha. Aloha and mahalo for being here. Uh, I'm going to read you a story from this forum on the internet, and then it's up to you to say whether or not the person is right or the person is wrong. Okay, you ready to play along? Yep. Okay. So this guy writes, I have a son. His name's Emil. He's 15 years old with my ex-wife, Candace. Emil spends every other weekend with Candace and her new husband, Aaron. Well, my son failed one of his courses this school year, so now he has to take summer school. But when my ex-wife and her husband found out about this, they took away his phone for the summer as punishment. Now, I'm uncomfortable with Emil traveling to school back and forth on his own without a way to contact me. So I contacted Candace to ask her just to give the phone back to him so he could be safe. And she said, absolutely not. So I bought our son a used phone off of eBay and I set it up as a blank slate for him to use. So I contacted my ex-wife to let her know that she took the new phone away Again, I would call the cops for theft because this phone I paid for. So now she's ticked off at me for circumventing her and her new husband's discipline without talking to them first. 
And I told her, hey, I tried to talk to you about giving the phone back for summer school, but you refused. And she said that didn't count for whatever reason. So now I'm thinking maybe I'm wrong in giving our son a phone. Maybe I went too far. So am I the a-hole? So what do you think, Stephanie? Is the guy right or wrong in giving the son a phone? Wrong. And why is that? Um, I think they they have custody. They make their rules while he's in their custody. He doesn't say about the custody. He says that okay. the son's the son spends every other weekend with okay. Candace okay. and the husband. So he has custody. He's, I guess you'd say that the kid's spending eighty five percent of the time with him. Okay, but then he should be able to have the phone while he's with him and while he's under the care of his other parent. They follow their rules. Uh, personally, I'd want to have him have the phone. I doubt that it's the phone that's making him fail the class. It's his use of the phone that makes him fail the class. And perhaps they could confiscate the phone when he's at home and generally willing to diddle around on it. You know, um, but then when he's out and about, I want my kids to have a way to reach me. Yeah. And or call. I want them to have the phone, but I, I think there's a certain amount. Of, maybe they should consider a different punishment. I doubt it's the phone that's the problem. It's the use of the phone. And there's probably, I think, some control issues too between the couple. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I bet you. Yeah. I mean, who's in charge, Jay? And obviously, we don't have this warm and fuzzy relationship where we're all getting together for family reunions. Um, yeah. So let's let's see what the judges say. Let's see what the judges say. Is Stephanie right? Is he or is he not the a-hole? Yeah! Here's the answer, Stephanie. The, the Internet has decided that he is not, he is not uh, at fault for giving this kid a phone. The, the general consensus is, is this, and I actually read this. One guy wrote, uh, bike helmets weren't common 15 years ago. Would anyone here feel comfortable recommending that kids go ride their bikes without a bike helmet? So he says block all the games on the phone, like you say, limit the screen time, uh, but don't, have, don't let the kid go out in the world without a phone. You know, just one little correction here. Bike helmets, uh, they've been pretty common over 15 years, okay, <laughs> just saying, I think. Yeah, I think the law passed in like the early 90s. My kids have been wearing helmets way back more than 15 years ago. Yes, everybody was wearing a helmet. Uh, so so the consensus is, is that he was right in giving the kid a phone and uh, and then life goes on. So you know what? Yep. So you won, Stephanie, the official Kim Commando Show fanny pack. A round of applause. Yes. For that. Wonderful. All right. Okay. So how can I help you out today? Well, it's, it's, I'm asking about a software uh, program to see if there's one out there. Um, we have a, a small property with houses on it. We, we own it. Our family owns it. We own the houses. We rent the houses. Uh, there's 10 housing units all together. There's two duplexes, so there's really only eight buildings, but 10 units. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband, well, my kids, and myself and my husband, we formed a LLC. Is mm-hmm. right? So we all participate in what happens to it. But my husband's eighty. I'm seventy-seven. Uh, he's an accountant. He can keep track of things uh, in his head. 
He does a lo- everything is written on paper. Everything is written on paper. Everything <laughs> okay. is documented. Anybody audits us, we are sound. But I guess my thing is I I'd like to have yeah, we got boxes and boxes. Anyway. Uh, I'd like to find some kind of software that is not subscription-based that can help with this property management issue we have around, you know, these units. Uh, Mm -hmm. We'd like to be, you know, we keep a spreadsheet and everything for rentals and what expenses, you know, so that every month we close our books and things like that. But I'd like to have an integrated kind of a software where we can also sort by units, like how many times have I gone to that unit? Uh, what are the natures of the work orders that go with that unit? Uh, when do we replace the refrigerator in that unit? Uh, so that we can kind of, rather than each time the issue comes up, go back to the filing cabinet, find the fat file for, you know, property number A and go through it one by one to look to see, you know, when we last replaced the linoleum or, you know, whatever. Um, that That's kind of what we're looking for. We're also uh, presuming at some point uh, some of this management will fall onto other people's shoulders. And if it was standard and, you know, all lovely written out mm-hmm. in paper, flow sheets and charts and things, we could share with each other easier. Yeah. So that's what I'm kind of looking for. Okay, so you gave me a challenge here, just to let you know, and I'm up for the challenge, Stephanie. Good, the challenge good. is that you want you want all this stuff, but you don't want to pay for a subscription-based product. Yeah, because it seems with the subscription, what they provide you is all sorts of backup and wonderful opportunities to to learn. It's they're kind of aimed more at larger uh, entities than what we have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, a lot of them are. So let's so there's a there's a free accounting program called GNU Cash. Okay. Let's just start at the basics. Okay. It lets you set up your income, your expenses for each of the units. Um it doesn't offer the features that you asked for, such as um tenant and lease tracking, maintenance requests, mm-hmm. vacancy advertising, things like that. But it is absolutely free. There's no monthly subscription. It may just be a place where you want to start out. And then you have another program where you track each an individual units for their uh for their specific task or their specific features or things that, that you that have happened in each of the units, whether it's a TV broken or uh, if you have it furnished or like you said, a refrigerator, washer, dryer, whatever it may be. And so if so, if you're looking to not buy any subscription product, I would like to not. Then I would look at GNU Cash, mm-hmm. uh, and we'll send you that link. And then maybe just keeping everything else regarding the specific units, maybe just keeping that in an Excel spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So this way you could manage each individual unit like that, and maybe set up different categories. Uh, yes. And you yes. get. You know, the the good news is that you get away from all that paper, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, that's what we're trying to do is make it useful, make that information useful, serve us rather sure. than we serve sure. it. And this way, you know that if the refrigerator is 10 years old, that it's probably going to be need to be replaced in the next three years. So this way, we're going to start putting money aside for yeah. that particular expense that comes out. So, so try GNU Cash. 
and uh, okay. we'll send you a link to that. And yeah. then uh, on then on the side, just go ahead and use say Microsoft Excel. You can even use Microsoft Access, which is you know the database program, uh, and that might work out for you. And thank you so much for your call today, Stephanie. Thanks for playing <laughs> thank along. You and after all, you won you won the uh, fanny pack. Yay, yeah, Randall Red fanny pack. My fanny will be so happy. <laughs> thank that. you. That's a great line. You got it. Thank you. Um, let me tell you something. If you're carrying around a smartphone and you are not using that phone to pay for things, you're really missing out. Well, first of all, it's faster, it's safer, and instead of swiping your credit card at a checkout, you just have to hold up your phone. Apple and Android smartphones allow you to pay for everything from your next latte to your favorite sweater using the built-in apps. You can even use voice commands to send money to your family members and friends. So you can say something like, hey, whoever that is, I don't want to set everybody's phones on fire. Uh, send mom or send my son 10 bucks, 100 bucks, whatever it is. Now, you can use Apple Wallet and Google Pay to buy things in the stores. And as I said, it's super easy to set it up. We're going to walk you through the entire process within this tip. But basically, you're just going to open settings, wallet and Apple Pay, and then you just t- tap add card, and then you just follow all the prompts. But here's a pro tip. I always keep some cash tucked inside my phone's case. Because this way, if I go to a store and say the retailer's checkout isn't working with Apple or Google Play, or maybe they don't accept digital payments, I always have another way to pay. So I just put like maybe a $20 bill in there or maybe a $50 bill. So that's something that you definitely want to make sure that you check out. So for all the steps to do this, just go ahead and do it already. Really, head over to commando.com, and then there's a button there that says Show Picks. And in those Show Picks, that's where you find the link to the tip with all the steps that you need to set up your phone uh, using Apple Pay or Google Pay. And if there's somebody older in your family who hasn't set this up yet, just send them the link to this. Just send them the link because then they can set it up themselves. All right, let's talk about my free newsletters for just a second. Because let me tell you, every single day around 5 to 6 a.m., I'm picking the tech news that I think is important for you to take a look at. There's no big tech algorithms here. Just I go through all these different websites and say, hey, you know, there's a data breach that's going on. There's a new product. There's a product that's going for the end of life. There's a new scam that's going around. This is kind of a fun thing that's going on on the Internet. Here's a video that's going to teach you more about fiber optics or artificial intelligence. Uh, Microsoft is offering free classes at LinkedIn about AI. I mean, just a whole bunch of stuff that I think is really important for you to start your day. And then, of course, I throw in a meme and a couple of things like jokes to make you smile. So if you haven't checked out our free newsletters, it's a total overhaul of anything that you've ever seen in the past. So if you got our newsletters before and you're like, oh, I hate it. Am I unsubscribed? You know what? Now's the time for you to up your game. And try the newsletters again. And you're going to totally love them. And when you do, drop me a note through the feedback. And you can reply to any email. And I read every single note that you send me. So, again, head over to getkim.com. That's where you sign up. Again, it's free. That's getkim.com, getkim.com. All right, Vern in Wisconsin. I've been looking for a good app that you can share family photos with that's not made in China or spying on everything that's trying to go on in the family. And so how many people are we talking about? 40, 50. Oh, there's a lot. That's great. So it's going to be a big old family album, huh? Yeah. Well, 
you know, we start talking about 40 or 50 people, and that means that everybody's going to have a variety of phones, right? Some people are going to be on iPhones. Other people will be on Android phones. Correct. And so what you're going to want is to, is to find one great platform that everybody is going to be where you're going to, you want to find one great platform that's going to make it easy for everybody to share their photos. Now, when we start talking about sharing photos, I normally like to talk about three or four different products and platforms for you folks to use, and especially for Vern. That, but here's the deal, is that when it comes time to sharing photos, there's only one place where you can do this the easy and fun way on both iPhones and Android with 40 or 50 people. It's going to be Google Photos because it's straightforward. It's easy to use. It doesn't matter if you're just new to this whole tech game or if you've been using it for a long time. And as a matter of fact, they probably already have a Google account. It also has automatic backup and sync, and it also has facial recognition. Uh, you can search for photos by location, date, and by that person, even like objects like dogs and beach or birthdays. And it makes it really easy to share single photos and albums or even an entire library with other folks. Then also, what's nice is you get free storage uh, at a high quality. This is compressed at 14 megapixels for photos or 1080p for video. So when you start asking me, like, what's a great platform for sharing photos? No doubt, hands down, you're going to want to look at Google Photos. Hey, Vern, thank you so much for your call today. Uh, just a little side note about photos. If you have an Amazon Prime membership, a lot of people don't realize that you get unlimited full-resolution photo storage as part of your membership with Amazon Photos. So it's a big benefit, but it only applies to photos. So for videos and other type of files, uh, Prime members, you get five gigs of storage. So just a little Prime membership that you may not have known about. Okay, so you're going on vacation. You have to pass through TSA to get to the gate. But as you fumble around, you got to take off your belt, your shoes, put all your electronics in the bin, you're targeted. Because the moment that all your expensive tech gear moves on the conveyor belt heading towards the x-ray machine, two people will move past you to get to the screening area. And here's what happens next. The first person goes through security without a hitch. The second person has a belt on or something in the pocket that just sets off all the bells and whistles that TSA agents say, okay, we need to stop you right here. But your laptop has gone through the conveyor belt, ends up in the hands of the first person who just walks away with it. So that's why when you're traveling, always keep an eye on your expensive electronics. In case it does go missing, you want to make also sure that you turn on Find My Device and anything that you can. You know, I asked the TSA how often they find suspicious items in luggage, and the guy said, it's on a case-by-case basis. This program is a copyrighted production of Westar Multimedia Entertainment and protected by the copyright laws. Any rebroadcast or use of this program for commercial, business, economic, or financial purposes without the written permission of Westar Multimedia Entertainment is strictly prohibited. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen.